hello and welcome to another episode of Bounty Buddies. I am your Bounty Buddy, Tim Lanning, and joining me, as always, is Jane Ritt. Hi, Tim. Happy to be Hi. back. I know, right? And Pat Edwards. Hey, all my buddies. What's up? How's everyone doing? I'm Pretty great, good. Tim. Uh, we're back at it again. And, uh, the show that is a show and not a book, like I so famously thought. And I still <laughs> don't think that's my fault. They're a cross-media corporation. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. I was like, how? you know what? Our, our country's finally getting on track. The the megacorps are are pushing reading. That's gonna that's gonna help us. <laughs> Tim, you're a very funny person. That's one of the funniest things you've ever said. What? Uh, this week we'll be uh, we're covering. Obviously, we're a little, little late. Uh, we're covering episode or uh, chapters one and two, "Stranger in a Strange Land" and "The Tribes of Tatooine." Um, we haven't watched episode three, but episode three has come out. Uh, as we're recording this, and uh, we're going to record our next episode uh, this weekend. I'm excited to see what happens in episode three. But I think ju- let's start off with a, a, a vague vibe check. What's everyone think about the show so far? Jane, I kind of want to hear from Jane because you just said you just watched episode two. You said you were coming in yeah, hot, so well, I got to hear it. Okay, so I feel like I can't judge whether or not it is good whether the story is good, whether the dialogue is good, whether the the plot is good, I can only uh, react to how I felt about it, which was very happy pretty much the entire time. Um, my expectations weren't, I would say, especially high, not that I don't think they can deliver a good product, but yeah. I haven't had a special connection, let's say, to Boba Fett. Um I love Ming-Na Wen. She has provided really great entertainment to me personally for decades. Uh, Going way back to Milan, like, love it. Very excited that she gets uh, a big push in. So is this her her sort of third media enterprise within the Disney umbrella? Because she has Disney, is Disney princess. She Mm -hmm. has... Uh, she was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so Marvel, oh. and now she's Star Wars. So she's really, like, dipping a toe in, like, every big sector that Disney wow. has. And, awesome. you know, the single guy was on NBC, but who knows who owns the rights to the single guy as of right now? <laughs> Could be anywhere. No, I like something uh, – well, Tim, you said vibe check, and Jane, you talked about feelings. I like that. I kind of want that to this to be – there. by the way, yeah. the internet is right now just chock-fucking-full of uh, people, mostly white dudes, uh, giving their super technical breakdown of, of Book of Boba Fett and the Star right. Wars. Is. And uh-huh. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't dug under any rocks to see what, uh, the, the, what people think about it yet. And again, this is supposed to be entertainment. I'm all for like, we don't have you know feelings. Did we like it? Was it were we, were we like locked in? We're like, oh shit, what's going to happen? I think it was largely boring, but really fun to watch. Uh, yeah. And you know, it, I don't, th- and not like a bad boring. Not like my um, uh, freaking uh, mind was wandering. Well, my mind was wandering. That's my, more me than them. There, I, I, there is something to me. Uh, th- where one of the Megacorps can make just kind of uh, 
in a, you know, just sort of like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to avoid negative terms. I almost said plotting, um, more of a sort of experience as of yet <laughs> with dashes of, of, of traditional shows. Yeah. And I, I like it. I definitely like it, but it has, it hasn't grabbed me the, the way your Mandos and shit was, but obviously you can't really recreate season one of Mando. Because it's like it's new, therefore it doesn't have to be good. Yeah. It's definitely a slow burn, as they say, and it's definitely yeah, something. Exactly. That's a great way to say it. It's definitely something that is. It's very bold of them to do it the way they did it because these first two episodes are very visual. Mm-hmm. There is long stretches of both of them where there's not really any talking. Yep. Um, especially in the age where I feel like we are always. 90% of the time looking at our phones while we're watching something yep. it's definitely shows like no you've got to you've got to watch like you've got to just sit there yep. and you got to watch yeah. and this is what you're this is what this is the activity you're doing this and no right. other activity right exactly no one's turning to the camera and being like booyah that just <laughs> happened and i think that's good you know no you know uh, i want that so bad <laughs> i'm really really curious what episode 3 is like though because i think episode 1 and 2 can do it but i need a, a kissy more uh, uh, um, f- for it. I mean, I don't need need whoever. What the fuck? But like, you know, it's if if Disney's gonna have a stranglehold o- over our culture, I kind of like I I say oftentimes I want my bread and circus to be good. And right now it's fine and good. And it's too, it, to me it's too early to really say whether it's successful. I guess. Sorry, yeah. Jane. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, for me, it was interesting because, and there were times in Mando where I felt this too, it shows a great deal of confidence to mm-hmm. not feel ev- fill every moment on screen with blaster fire, blaster fire, explosion, quip, yeah. quip. Like there yeah. aren't yeah. really, there aren't really quips in this. Like, um, yeah. Like Fennec will will you know drop a couple of lines here and there, but like she's not really wise I mean, cracking. Can you call repeatedly threatening to murder people quips? I guess I guess those are quips. Just yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely it jumps around tonally, which sort of makes sense. They're on the desert. It's hot. You got to save your energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No, I definitely think the whole I, and also kind of. Chapter two, I didn't really understand what was happening because I didn't really explain it, which is fine. You know, it's oftentimes a, a program will be like, here's what's happening. The, the people in the program know what's happening. So we're going to uh, play it pretty straight. But the uh, it felt very, hmm, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, with the remaking and re um, almost litigating of our sci-fi things from the past, uh, uh, there somehow there's a little bit of missed context. I know there's a lot of hashtag discourse about um, uh, uh, the, the 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 desert folk in Dune, and yeah. I think it's pretty clear the Tuscan Raiders are, are based off various uh, 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 folks. So you know, I think we've said in the past that it, like making these people people is a step in the right direction. Yeah. I always. Uh, uh, cringe back a little bit when it's literally the savages attacking a train uh, going through the desert. I'm like, I don't know if I would have done this if I were you. That's like, that's yeah. that's a, yeah. a Western ass trope, uh, you know. So that I'm really confused why that was part of it. I, and I why feel it was like this was episode. an inversion of that though, because the train was the bad guy. Yeah, the train was the train oh, stopped so, first. And, and yeah, I, I do. Wanna, the train was like, the Greedo. Yeah, I do. I I wish that we, no, even though we're I mean, recording sorry. this pretty long after the episode 
the at least the first episode came out i do wish that i had a little bit more time because i would be super interested to do some reading from indigenous voices like mm-hmm. how how did it how did it go down for them <laughs> like yeah like did it feel like an inversion did it feel you know uh a little bit too on the nose um yeah, i i yeah. i think it was uh yeah it, it was interesting the reframing well, I guess in episodes one and two of, you know, the so-called Tuscan Raiders as, like, the original inhabitants of this planet, the, yeah, the like people that. who were here mm-hmm. there first, who have their own culture, and also who have differences between tribes. Um, yeah, so they're not it's, a monoculture and stuff like that. It's It's easy to come out of... I mean, especially the prequels, I would say, um, being like, oh, these are bad, you know, animalistic savages. Um, yeah. And and it was understandable that Anakin, like, you know, slaughtered them all. And like, But this kind of reconstitutes that as, like, there were individuals <laughs> who did bad yeah. things. Um, yeah. And who had a, a different morality that caused his mother to be killed. But that doesn't mean that everyone in that culture behaves that way. And, and frankly, even if they do, you know, it also adds the context of this being a conflict over resources yeah. um, and them not being able to survive in ways that they had before. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. I, it's, it, I wish I could understand more where some of this feeling comes from because it's like it's almost like i feel like i have to uh have a, a an opinion or whatever on 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 these uh, topics that get close to uh potentially even a whisper of problematic or uh have a hint of a what's what i'm looking for uh reference to a sort of dark history thing um you know uh, it comes up a lot um, uh, uh, online. So, you know, I definitely, I have to assume that it, it's been written about, but I, again, haven't read anything. I wanted to stay a little bit pure, um, for these first two episodes and yep. maybe I'll dig my snoot in a little bit there. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I just didn't really, uh, I, the, the train bit just felt out, out of nowhere, especially when you had the, um, uh, uh, the gang, and I know what they're trying to do. And yeah, like you guys said, it's an version of it, but the version has been done a lot. And you know, it's it's. I don't think it's really saying anything that super interesting. Of uh, unless it's like they literally just the closest it gets. Right, is they're going through um, the desert and shooting their quote unquote buffalo, which is a thing that happened in our world. Right, so you could see that that there there's there's been problems and you, you know uh, it's not that hard to fill in the blanks right of of, how, how, uh, of like okay this is why it's so hard and why it's so bad uh nowadays but like just have evil train out of nowhere shoot them felt a little a little um uh i don't know la- slightly lacking to me the but the the whole um attacking it was cool that's what i say that's we could let, we can have that discussion in more detail when we come to that let's do a recap the, the the sequence was pretty was pretty cool but yes it, i mean it wasn't even it was very on the nose the whole train and their shoot right. because that yes to your point that was a thing that uh you know the the whites as they as uh, this country built you know the trains and extended them west would just take pot shots at herds of buffalo or at passing native americans for funsies and just yeah. leave it there. and that was a you know obviously fucked up 
Um, so very same thing. Let's jump back though. Yes. And do a quick <laughs> plot one. beat because because really I know we're putting these two together. It, as I said before we started recording, it kind of fits though because really yeah. these two episodes feel like one long episode together. Yeah. Both the present day stuff and the the flashback sequences because both are very heavy and you know both are almost majority in flashback both episodes. Yeah. I know yeah, the second definitely. episode for sure is. So the first one, um, we don't have to go like. As far as episode time, we can probably just do each segment in its own. Maybe do like the present day stuff first and then we'll do the flashback. So yeah, the present day, um, it picks up where the the teaser, the little teaser scene at the end of the last season of Mandalorian ended with uh, Boba Fett and Fennec taking over in Jabba's palace. He's on the throne there and she's at his side. And we've got this, uh, which I thought was a fun sequence. I liked it with the different groups coming paying tribute you had the trandoshans and um i know i did a little homework uh one of those people paying tribute was actually the director robert rodriguez the director oh cool and um there was another cameo and i'm trying to remember who it was was matt berry was the robot yes Yes. and i was the voice of the torture bot yes Um, i I loved that mm -hmm. um and then we have i like this guy i thought it was a lot of fun he was uh if you watched veep he was Mm -hmm. um Julie Louise Dreyfus's ex-husband in that. And yeah. so we have a couple people, you know, come in and they give them coin and the Wookiee pelt and they're paying tribute. And then this super uh this, equivocating. Yeah, he's great. That guy rocks. <laughs> he's gonna be the mayor. I love him. I love oh, him. Yeah, he's perfect. His his like speech patterns he does are so fun and just very like it's like, oh, it's the mayor, and then he comes in. Ah, ah, ah regrettable, uh, missing communication. I, I am not. The, I am the major, major dumb. You, you, uh, yeah. you understand, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love a Twi'lek. Like, I, I love oh, yeah. a Twi'lek. I love the head tails. You yeah. know, Liku. Um, the Liku. Liku. Yes. <laughs> um, and then there's that really. I really that was just. I thought a very fun exchange. I appreciate the writing of that personally. I feel like it's something I would like to do of the whole. I didn't bring tribute. And then they have a whole, the tribute is like, we welcome you. That's our tribute. Yeah. Is, yeah. Then, but then it's. <laughs> the tribute is we're not knocking down your door, but also yeah. you should give us tribute. Right. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I like the line, uh, Bob was like, I'm the crime lord. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it feels, I mean, I know we don't know shit about Boba Fett and, and we don't really have what canon for Boba Fett exists. Right. Because yeah. the way he gets out of, the Sarlacc pit is is different than um, the old canon, which yeah. is fine. Whatever. This one felt just as good, I think. Um, but yeah, it's like, why why does this particular Boba Fett want to do this? Who's to say? Mm-hmm. Uh, other than, uh, you, you know, it's he, inertia. Boba Fett is such a weird character in that regard because I feel like so many um, dudes especially just like glommed onto him and like put all these expectations on what the character is off of nothing off of really nothing just How i mean in you. the original trilogy he doesn't do it he's got like exactly he's, got, like, he's a chill and... motherfucker with cool armor yeah and a jet his armor yeah, looks cool need? that's it his armor looks cool and that's it and, and they, he's, he's the just... one that wins and <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, and then he loses he, he falls the but... trash <laughs> yeah so and then he fall uh, in hole but that was really interesting about how he sees himself like that he mm-hmm. sees himself as a as a crime lord but it appears right. that the only crime that he's especially chill with is that he's running a protection racket like right. like that's yeah. that is his business but right. not you can to, almost 
not to jump forward too much, but like he doesn't appear to like spice um, <laughs> and he doesn't appear to like wanton murder, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's really um, that he almost feels more like a sheriff than like a crime lord. Um, like a, a king yeah, sheriff. He wants to be sheriff king. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like a protection racket, but like not the bad kind that only exists, but like, no, literally there's bad people out here. Um, you pay me and I'll make sure no other bad people come out and I'll actually do something about it. Right. Uh, not me break your thumbs. Right. Right. Uh, so that's kind of fun, you know, and, and him trying to find who he is. And I liked the, the back to bits where he's like, they, they're showing flashbacks of, you know him as a child picking up his dad's fucking severed head and uh, <laughs> watching his point dad. of order. To be fair, <laughs> as, as I was the thing, there is if you go back and freeze frame, they did because they they. What's funny about Star Wars is even though they the fan the, the Phantom's the worst, but like yeah. they know that people are so detail oriented. There are so yeah. many details. If you go back and watch recaps, if you like freeze frame Attack of the Clones, there is a sh- there is two shadows. There's like a shadow of the head. As it's like flying, Mace Windu cuts the head off. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's like fun. Sh- there's like a little shadow of like the head falling well, out. Okay. Of it. So huh. I was gonna be like, whatever Pat's about to say, I call bullshit. For some reason, <laughs> <laughs> the Mace Windu words like, ah, okay. Well, and, <laughs> I and this. another data point in like the remediation of the prequels that I think started in Clone Wars and has kind of continued throughout. Of yeah. Okay. What. What would this kid who has this origin story and this, like, because we know what his childhood was like, which is mm-hmm. to say weird and not great. Yeah. Um, All we, my brothers got super old really fast. From, <laughs> from Clone Wars, like, we meet him and he's a child in jail for, for uh-huh. basically being terrible. Then we know what his, like, it, it's very interesting to me that he then kind of continues this journey of getting older and wiser and a little bit sadder and tries to figure out what his what his personal code is uh because that's so mandalorian like throughout Mm -hmm. this you know he didn't have the chance to have a full mandalorian upbringing as such he could have but that was taken away from him um and now he's figuring out something that's not that different from yeah being, yeah. you know, the Mandalorian warrior code just adopted in in different frameworks. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I don't have any uh, uh, the Clone Wars uh, knowledge of what the boy is like, so I just kind of he's have shitty. To, he's a yeah. he's a he's real a shit. he's a real ass. I actually the so my favorite character from the first episode, and I think potentially ever is the shitty little kid Tuscan Raider. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love him so much. And he did remind me a little bit of, like, young Boba from the Clone Wars. Just, like, real asshole. <laughs> yeah, so, that's fun. Do you think grown-up Boba saw a little bit of himself in little Tuscan? Sure. Yeah, may- maybe. I mean, I think that he definitely related to their culture. Um mm-hmm even before he really figured out what it was all about. Like, he was picking up on the social cues and understanding yeah. how they related to each other. Yeah, That's an interesting point. So, I also, as far as, in, I was, we were talking about, like, details. We were de- if you yeah. notice, the Major Domo, he makes sure to step away 
from the Rancor pit before <laughs> yes. he turns back. And then he's like, oh, I, I love the del- – again, this uh, character actor is just such a great delivery. Oh, so and he's like in a way, like flourishing his hand. He's like, yeah. I would not be surprised if another delegation – was sent and we all know it's like hit squad right like everyone's yeah, like right, yeah right, like, right uh david pasquizzi yes okay. the actor. i have no idea mm-hmm. but yeah no he he fucking rules so hard and i hope he's in every episode and hope he doesn't die because uh any scene he's in rules and rocks very much so yeah uh like yeah just like the sniveling uh of a servant type that sucks shit but yes is also a little uh hoity and toity perfect wonderful mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. And then, uh, so he decides, let's go check out my new digs, my new kingdom that I've just yeah. decided is mine. So they go into, Ma- I, and I love, man, the budget they're giving the show, they're doing a lot with it too. Like the, the shots of Moss Espa, and so it looks good. like, this yeah. real, look legit, looks like a big, sprawling metropolis. Yeah. Um, but oh, also no, no, terrible. We also, yeah, also <laughs> terrible. Sorry, we skipped over, again, kind of like a character moment, right? Showing how he's different. And he's making bold choices. Is there are two <laughs> Gamorrean guards that are yes. rock before? Oh him. yeah, yeah. Those guys are also the thick rock. boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Getting uh, yeah. So, uh, that's like one of his first times. He's showing he's going to be a different little guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And he so it's like you fought to the death for your previous master. Like yeah. Uh, will you fight to the death for me? Like yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, so those dudes rule, and I love them. And. Uh, yeah, you know, given another kind of like odd alien from the previous um, media, so, some yeah. much needed love but, is also good. I'm, if I was writing this, the show at some point, I need Boba to say to Fennec because she's gonna because she literally says like three different times in this first episode, in the first episode alone, not not to mention the second one, mm-hmm. she's like, just let me kill him. Like she wanted to just kill yeah. the guards. She wanted to just kill the the maid, the mayor's majordomo. She's like, should I just kill him? Should I just kill him? I want I want Boba one time to turn to her and be like, that's your solution to everything. Because yeah. she suggests just let me kill this person at least like three times in the first episode, and then it cut again in the second episode a couple times. Yeah, and which kind of I dig inter- it. It's kind of interesting because neither of them really uh, emote broadly. Like they they have mm-hmm. subtle shifts shifts in their expression, but they're not like they're not really doing big acting, uh, yeah, and sometimes definitely. that can feel very very dry. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I I feel like there's a little bit of that um, that like boss and right hand person mm-hmm. uh, like trust showing through. Because that's clearly their their relationship, but like I I just love that kind of relationship, uh, and I hope we get to see more moments of yeah. like direct, like like her not being. I want one of her moments of suspicion to pay off, because so sure. far she just seems to want to kill everyone, and there isn't really a good reason for it. Yeah, no, that's a good point, and I'm kind of curious how they're gonna deal with that. Because you're right, yeah, they don't. They, what's the point of having her say it all the time? Is it just a, a like a uh, a shorthand character thing, sure, maybe, but like, mm-hmm. hey, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe put some effort in here. I mean, you know, it's it's a shortcut to give Boba a chance to say no and show right. like how he's going to be right. different and grow. Right, like this is what's normal. This is what us naughty boys do, and Boba's she, like, no. I'm which, and, it, and another interesting yeah. way that that they do that is through his choice to not have like a litter 
um, yeah. which is constantly mm-hmm. commented on. And, and as they first go to his, I'm just going to call it a saloon because that's what it is. <laughs> it's a saloon. Yeah. She's a madame. I love it so much. Um, but they go on foot. And they're not, you know, having the little drums and they're not being carried anywhere. Uh, yeah. Which is an interesting yeah, and this choice. Is, uh, yeah, and this is uh, Mos Espa, which I guess is the city from uh, A Phantom Menace, which I didn't realize at first. So, you know, I'm hoping for Watto. I'm hoping we see <laughs> Watto. I'm kind of like really looking forward to Watto in this whole thing. Okay, do we think there's going to be pod racing? Uh, if there's not, I'm going to effing kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Banta Classic or whatever the fuck it's called is, is is there. Why would they not? Why? <laughs> is that what they called the race? The Banta Classic? Boonta Eve Classic. <laughs> what if Shmi is still alive? I know we see her die, but what if? <laughs> Anakin's going to be like, boy, is my face red. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. Or Sebulba. Um <laughs> How many times did you guys forget when this uh, series took place? Me, 13. And just yeah. a little, in the first episode, it's like, why is oh, like, like where? How is like, he not older timeline? looking? It's been thirty years. Oh, oh yeah. no, it hasn't. It's been not that many. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> so he, they go. Yeah, they go into town. I do like the whole the because that's multiple times, and it carries over even the second episode as well. Mm-hmm. The the litter, <laughs> yeah, the comments about litter. the litter. <laughs> I didn't see your litter. Um, and uh, yeah, Garza Whip is uh, played by uh, Jennifer. Beal is her name, I think. Yeah, um, yeah the same name of yes. a girl I went to high school with. Is mm-hmm. not her. Um, but uh, to Jennifer, if you're listening, sorry I cheated off you. We both got zeros on that class. <laughs> I don't think it was fair to you. But you know what? I learned something. <laughs> um, I love Madame Garza. I love her. I love her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's perfect. She's I perfect. Mean, you get the pair of hot hot Twi'leks to come up and, yeah. t- and take their helmets. and <laughs> To their... service their helmets. Yes. To po- service <laughs> and polish awesome. their helmets. <laughs> I was like, is that in you? In- okay. What's up? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we always see sexy, sexy Twilights and things like that. Uh, Twilights. Excuse me. I, 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 I think about Twilight a lot. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was really cool to see um, this different, this elegant you know, like you said, it, you know, a uh, uh, saloon style um, place as opposed to, you know, uh, uh, really, really thought it up. So, you know, uh, uh, we like it. I mean, last uh, one of the seasons of Mando, we see big, beefy Twi'leks and things like that. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying, we, we love Twi'leks here. So give us all sorts of Twi'leks, dirty Twi'leks that, you know, live in the dirt, uh, freaking Twi'leks that work at Facebook, you name it. <laughs> But that classic, like, new sheriff in town, you know, right-hand person walking into the saloon, you know, the madam eyeing him up, like, sizing each other up. Like, that moment just was like, oh, I'm gonna like this show. (laughs) Right, right. Like, like she is, like, the only constant in this town, right? And, you know, you have to prove, obviously, she's gonna not stir the pot too much but you know the real power lies yeah that that trope rules and and it rocks so i hope i hope there's more fun stuff there yeah i like um this is maybe me reading into it a lot but they have the different people come and you've got like the few people that come to them early and they're like everyone has their own way of playing this yeah kind of where it's you got the trandoshans and the um is aqua uh aqualish who are like very like we're gonna be very effusive 
those are the ones I feel like you got to look out for, right? As far as stabbing right. in the back. We're going to be oh, very like, oh, yes, the new daimyo. Here you go. Here May you, go. you never leave. It's like, yeah, yeah okay. Yes. Okay, fine. And then there's like the mayor who's like playing it even, you know, playing it the other way. Like, I, I don't necessarily feel like I need to bend the knee to you. Like, I, I'm pretty strong and comfortable and you haven't really right. shown me anything. And then you have Garza who I feel like she's very like nimble. I'll say yes. where she's like, in, like in the moment you're here. I don't want you shooting. You know what? Sure, sure. It's worth a helmet full of coins, credits right. for now. Yeah. Maybe you'll stick around. Maybe you won't. And I'm kind of like hedging my bets here a little bit. It's like right. worth one helmet full of coins. No big deal. Like if you get supplanted, whatever. I lost a helmet full of coins, but I didn't get my day, my entire day's take ruined right. here. And if you do stick around, I've made a good first impression. She's you know, and everyone's kind of got their different mm-hmm. ways of doing it. And then so as they're leaving. With his uh, Be- his before tribute. Before we talk about re- leaving, yeah. I love Max Rebo being there. We which mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't Max Rebo on Java's barge. Listen, <laughs> listen. A lot we of people survived that day who we weren't sure about. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I like that they also say daimyo, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, it's a fun word. Two, you know, it does go back to like samurai shit, which is obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not uh, it's explicit what like you know a lot of the armor is based off of, so you know they're probably having fun with that. And then like the original is very you know Lucas is up front. It's very much yeah exactly. influenced by Akira Kurosawa. Exactly. And, uh, so yep. uh, yes, Jade, <laughs> very good point. Um, and I saw one thing that said I didn't really hear it. I don't have the maybe the most discerning ear. They said the music they were playing was like a riff like a remix of the it sounded like it to me yeah Yeah, i thought they're having a little fun with it what i i did not want to assume that was max rebo Mm -hmm. in his his crew because actually be kind of racist right because like right exactly (laughs) wow it's called you think that i can't i can't recognize max rebo's classic musical (laughs) style yeah Uh, he's the best jizz whaler of them all i I know my jizz you know (laughs) (laughs) um it probably was. I mean, we live in the age of references and shit like that. No, so. you heard well, it. He's here. also Jane on, thinks on all the same Orlons planet. Look the same. Like, how how many of how many Max Rebo looking musicians are there on Tatooine? How dare oh wow! Because I'm on Tatooine and I'm an Orlon and I play the keyboard or whatever. You think I'm Max Rebo? Wow! Wow! Yikes! <laughs> Listen, I think when we check the tapes, you'll find that that I'm justified in this. I'm gonna Google it. Um, Walton's googling that. So as they, <laughs> as they come out. So and I have this the- theory on what's the way they're writing this and the way uh, Tamar Morrison's pe- playing. Um, Boba's emerging in the first show episodes like kind of a himbo to me. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's sure. kind of dumb. He's kind of like um, it's more in the second episode. But as they're leaving, uh, a bunch of uh, desert ninjas appear. Yeah, that's so sick. With <laughs> laser shields and and uh, like stun batons. Yeah, people are saying that this is Max Repo. Thank and you. We're not super sure how he survived, but uh, thank you. Uh, there, I'm sure do? that we'll get another sequence just like Boba of him like climbing. <laughs> <laughs> no, um. So so about the stun batons and shields. I always love a new Star Wars fighting style. 
Yeah. Uh, the fight choreography on this wasn't my favorite, but at the same time, yeah. there was a parkour sequence directly after uh, that yeah. definitely pleased me. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So I'm 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 a little nervous. Uh, uh, not nervous because whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Uh, as long as they don't put Tamora Morrison into many scenes like that. But like he seems a little old because he is a little old uh uh to be to be uh doing uh intense fight scenes like that nothing against him he rocks and, and rules but mm-hmm. yeah he's how old is he fucking i'll find it know. out i'm not gonna well, that's what phoenix for although ming not win is is also like she she'll just never age is the thing so she'll right. just yeah. always do backflips and punches and kicks and she's and only three it. years younger than him yeah like she it looks Wow, she like, looks <laughs> incredible. Yeah, I, I mean, I kill myself to hit. <laughs> the thing with though with that though is you have an easy fix for that. You just shoot. You have him wear his helmet for his action sequences, yeah, and exactly. you have the stunt double yeah. do him. It's true. Yeah. It's yeah, a real. It's like true. one of the easiest fixes for this problem for this character. <laughs> the, the interest. The most interesting thing about that fight choreography to me was that they had them do a cool team move that didn't work. Yep. Yeah, oh, that was really interesting to me. because yeah. I was yeah, like, that, "Oh, then then she'll do that," and it's like, if that was Jedi's, that would work. But sometimes mm-hmm. for us mortals, you try and help your friend do a backflip, it does not work, and you figure something right. else out. He, yeah, but what the scene does give us is an opportunity to say, "Hey, maybe his softer touch rule isn't all foolish because his decision to spare the uh, the Gamorians." Yeah, pays off because they come and come up and start. Yeah, hacking when and they're slashing. walking down the street before they yeah. were uh, attacked. I'm like, where the fuck are those Gamorians at? And that's what I say whenever the Gamorians aren't on screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where are they at? Uh, what are they up uh, to? I was like, please just cut to them eating or something cool yeah. like that. And like, oh fuck, <laughs> and sprinting over. Uh, yeah, you know, um, I think too because they're he, Boba Fett and Mingna Finnick. Shand was so sick in the Mandos. I'm sure what they want to do is be like, hey, man, they're not as badass. Right. We still need to have some stakes here. Come on. Right. Mm-hmm. I also like the idea of them always offering the, the Gamorreans more clothes, like robes, and then turning it down. <laughs> like, no, we just need our leather harnesses. No, man, we're chill. I, I need to get my my big ass abs out. <laughs> Let everyone know. I'm yeah. on the market. And I think what I loved about them saving the day is that they just have axes. <laughs> like, yeah. like, they're like level yeah. one D&D barbarians. And like everyone yeah. else has like literally guns. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They don't even look like they're like vibroblades in the star wars right. no. they're These just are, it's just they just have just axes, just axes. <laughs> and, but it was sufficient to save the day um yeah. sometimes technology is bad <laughs> oh, that's what Profound. black mirror taught me i do like i mean the jokes been told, the, the jokes been said so i'm not taking credit for this but like it is it, it did work out really well that we haven't had a new black mirror episode in like two three years because real life just basically turned into yeah, one like what are they gonna say <laughs> yeah it's like what what actually this is worse than anything you all have did in like five seasons of that show like yeah that's your point jane you, you know cool i, I like the parkour chase i like her one-on-two fight when she gets down can the- i can i be vulnerable? please do yeah i'm over parkour and you're over shows. it yeah it's not interesting to me thank you 
Give me Ninja Warrior. Or, or it can still. I'm okay. You know what? You know what? I'm still okay with it in a sci-fi or fantasy setting. Like, okay. yeah. if it's a parkour chase through New York, I'm like, oh, we've seen that so many times. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Because, uh, yeah, in a lot of these places, they are built in such a way that, that it's like, okay, they need to get there and they need to run. Um, I think they did too many flips and things. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> Unnecessary flips. Swing on too many pipe. <laughs> that's <laughs> fair. Like, from a, but, I would uh, still. I mean, it was fun. And this wasn't the most sci-fi. You know, it's very rustic and deserty. But if it was like across like a giant Death Star type battle station with all the different bits poking out of it, yeah. like that would be cool. Or like in a fantasy across like a castle, like the parapets. And yeah, exactly. Castle. Like when they they swing that when they use pipe to swing to make a different direction, that part's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but uh, I, I don't know. It just it, it, maybe I'm that's it's more of a me thing than a them thing. You know. Yeah. Completely uh, fair. She does the predictable where she somehow you know. Heads him off at the pass, jumps in front oh, of him. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I she can do no wrong, but I yeah. was like, what? Where'd she come from? Yeah. Where'd she uh, come from? How'd that work? Yeah. They had a good lead on her. And uh, they have a good fight, good fight. And then she kind of gets sort of the upper hand and then decides she only needs the one. Yeah. So does a little that was cool. kick side, not a no look kick off the building. Yeah. We love a balcony kill. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wish that was me, you know, uh, yes. that got kicked. It, I mean, we all do, I think. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, a lot of good screams thrown in there. Uh, it's been <laughs> two weeks since I watched the show, so I can't remember exactly. But I know th- throughout the program, a lot of good screams. And maybe this is one yeah. of them. So that's where the present day for episode end stuff ends. That's it. That's right. all we get for present day. They do big kick. Mm-hmm. On that. While this has been happening, right? It's been intercutting with Flash. Well, you got to put him in the tank legally. Yeah. You got to put him in his All tube. of these flashbacks happen while he's in the back to tank. Um, I loved the visual of him being in the back to tank because it's such an alien place to find your human protagonist. Like, it's yeah. very othering that, like, yeah. the stuff he has been through in his life has left him very different from. Sort of where most people wake up in the mornings. Did did yeah. he get hurt in Mandalorian? Ah, uh, maybe. I like. I I feel like he's still recovering. He, I'm sure. Like I don't know from being in the Sarlacc juices. I think that's what we're supposed to think. Yeah. But I'm confused because he seemed fine in Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Well, he, I like it as a storytelling point. I don't know. I just don't know why it's happening. And that's okay. You know, th- these things happen every 14 seconds. I, I kind of get the sense that, like, physically, after everything he has been through, Sarlacc related and otherwise, like, his body is probably failing to a certain degree. And yeah. he really needs that to have a criminal empire. So yeah. it might be that he's just kind of doing whatever he can to keep that. Yeah. Because he was also. You know, it's also possible, like, because he was a clone originally. Yeah, they were right because he's thirty years old or something like that, right? Yeah, or like forty. So it's possible that this kind of stabilizes (laughs) him genetically and prevents him from deteriorating. Yeah, my genes are falling apart. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I, I, you know, I loved the visual of him in the tank, and I loved the flashbacks. I wasn't crazy about them as a framing device. Like, mm. I'm of the mind that, like, just have a flashback. Like, just say within the context of the narrative, he's thinking about something that has happened before. 
or you're just showing us what happened before. I don't really need mm-hmm. him to be like dreaming about it. Um, but that's just personal taste. It was fine. Yeah, I, I like it because uh, there's an episode of the hit show Dave where he goes <laughs> into a sensory deprivation tr- tank for like nine hours. Yeah, it goes on a vision quest. So that's what I think's happening. Is he's just zooted? He's zooted. <laughs> that episode there's Biff Whiff in it too. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I was like, well, you were supposed to get him out. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, did Boba Fett drink ayahuasca before he went in? I don't know, maybe. But I did. I did kind of like. He's like, oh, give me the tank. Give me the fucking tank at the end of the yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they were like, guys, gotta give the tank just one four hour walk later. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they have a car or something like that. Yeah. But it's funny. Um, yeah, you know, I, it's whatever. I mean, I like a, I love back to tanks. So That's when true. I see a back to tank, I'm smiling. We love goo. We love goo. I bet it's so comfortable. I'd love to sleep in a back to tank one. Try it out. Yeah, but so often you're in there for bad reasons. Right. It must, yeah. It must well, and be... it feels like it's got that like. CPAP kind of um, like harness around your face. I can't imagine that's super comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And I bet there's like, it's, it has like a weird cloying, minty medical smell uh, to it as well. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, but... You gotta get the fragrance free. So the flashbacks <laughs> themselves, I guess, start with... Um, I, d- I don't know that they really needed to explain how he got out of the Sarlacc, well, I to be honest. <laughs> they, you're right, but they had to. They didn't need to, but they had it's to. It's a funny Easter know? egg is because there's a shot that's almost like verbatim for something described in Patton Oswalt's famous uh, Star Wars filibuster from Parks and Recreation. Oh, I meant to watch that. I saw that, yeah. About like his hand coming through, it's all like <laughs> burst through of the sands and claws himself. Yeah, but I mean that was very uncomfortable. I did not enjoy that because the Sarlacc Why was scared there a me as a kid. Stormtrooper in there? Was there stormtroopers in Return of the Jedi in that? Part not in that scene, but there were stormtroopers combing the desert looking for the droids. Maybe yeah. one of them. Something happened. Oh, that makes no fucking sense. No, it takes a thousand <laughs> years to be digested. So, uh, Tim, we know this. C three. Why a th- was there a stormtrooper in there? Because stormtroopers. If I have don't been see him fall in, it's a violation yeah. of canon. Well, it's it's they just were like, hey, look, there's a Star Wars thing. Just put like a fucking uh, rancor in there or something. But here's a tauntaun. I think they a uh, got spooked and ran wild, and they didn't know how to control it because they weren't okay, from the planet, and he okay, fell sure, and it sure, fell sure, into sure, the sure. yeah. Why were they in the Dune Sea? We're all saying it. Because they were looking for the droids. <laughs> that, what? They were looking for R2-D2. And R- so you're saying from a new hope they fell in. and he's- Yeah, it takes a thousand years. Ah! It's that, that is canon. <laughs> That's- I know! <laughs> but still, it was silly. So he burns his way out and it's unclear he basically is fucked all fucked up it's probably a combination of exposure to the elements maybe his own fire burns him the stomach acids of the sarlacc maybe yeah. burned him because he's pretty scarred up like yeah. yeah he's all fucked up and then we get the uh he calls he you know he is just enough strength to get up to the surface passes out jawas show up strip him of his armor which then we go funny. to Cobb vanth yeah i mean we love a a scene of freaking uh, a hand bursting through the, the sand like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably would just climbed out his fucking mouth through using his teeth ladders, but you know what? I think it was a cool way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> probably was. That's what part of the 
body he was in. He just went straight up. Uh-huh. Yeah. I the stormtrooper's there to give him air, and that's it. It's like who cares why he's there? You if he's there for five years, however long it takes between uh a new hope to return the Jedi, his air works. Come on. He wasn't using it. He wasn't breathing it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be this is gonna be I'm gonna be the shameless apologist for the show. Tim will be yeah. always yeah. Okay. This is this is the this is the episode when bounty buddies became bounty enemies. Bounty. <laughs> this line yeah. and bounty no nemeses. further. I just don't like when fandom takes the weird. The fandom doesn't throw back the huh rock at their creators. Like all yeah. the time, things would happen in Game of Thrones. I'm like, this na- makes no sense. And then they would say something that is technically plausible. I'm like, sure, you said that. I can believe that. That is not what they said on film. And there's no way for the Bo would be like, ah, oh, you must have been here when you fell in the yeah. hole. I'm looking for the. We're saying robots, it was like but... there's like hanging a lantern on plot holes, and then there's hanging a lantern that's shaped like a middle finger but, to the audience. But from my perspective, it's completely re- like stormtroopers can't no. see if they're gonna walk into a sarlacc. They can't see shit. <laughs> I love that Kenny just walks in. in. He's just like looking. Oh. <laughs> like, uh, I just don't, I don't care, but I, I roll my eyes for the two reasons. One, uh, we're, we're going to get a lot of references. We're going to get a lot. Well, Watto's good. If we don't get Watto, I'll be mad. So, but that <laughs> reference good. But we're going to get a lot of references. Like you liked it when this was here, right? Uh, the other Patton Oswalt show. Yeah. Uh, 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 and it's also, uh, it's like, the reference of Stormtrooper and convenient way to give him air. Um, there had to have been some weird guy on the barge that he could have just slurped his air on him. Yeah, but yeah. like, ah. but like, I to me the the crime of this being a reference would be like if there was this one famous stormtro- stormtrooper who also fell into the sarlacc, it's and Captain then they're Phasma. like, it's that guy. You know? <laughs> that would be sick, but. Wait, but that happens after. I don't uh, know. Whatever. Anyway, I don't so he's, so he's, he's dragging himself yeah. through the desert. Hot, hot sun. Um, scorch, scorch, boba. Um, Tuscans get did him. I die? I would die. Yeah, he's just so him. tough and resilient. He's so tough. Mm-hmm. That must hurt so bad to have slow acting stomach acid. I was always confused how the guys that fall into the hole don't die, you know, because if it's so slow. Right. Yeah, I thought about that too. So it's like I guess it would take your body, but you would still die pretty quickly. Right. Your like three like, days or whatever. Yeah. It's like I wouldn't I would feel dr- that. I would drink the acid and, and, and oh survive a long time and get strong. That's what I would do. I, I the Starlock pit does burp at one point, which I thought was crass and doesn't make any sense in Return of the Jedi. But uh, about the special you know, edition. Uh, I thought that was in the original too. Is it? I, fucking I, beak. Th- those are so hard to, to watch now, right? Uh, <laughs> that beak is so bad. That was <laughs> such a poor choice. I don't remember that. Wow. They add they CGI like a, a beak in the center of the pit for the special edition. Like a. They should have CGI'd a fucking stormtrooper. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the rest of the episode. With practice, pretty much no dialogue. I mean, he says a few things here or there. He's he's captured by them. He's tied up. He has his one escape attempt, and there's also another prisoner who's a, a random Rodian, mm-hmm. and um, who's a total fucking snitch, by the way. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> he's trying to escape, and the Rodian sounds the alarm. Hey, homie, um, do you want to get out of here? Ah! Also, ah! T- talking about a Rodian real quick, I do want to again. I, I think I corrected myself back then. I made a joke about the train. I said the train is Greedo. I'm sorry. The train is Han. 
because Han shot first, the train shot first. I apologize. Uh, so I if earlier your bo- blood has been boiling for the last like 30 minutes since yeah. we talked about just, that, just I close apologize. that draft on your email. It's okay. Yeah. We, we don't, we, we're, we've got it covered. Bounty buddies at lycos.com. <laughs> Send them in. Yep, totally. Totally real email address. And then, uh, I don't know the, the the little little shitty kid likes to beat him with the stick for God. just for funsies. And and I yeah, love that, that he happens. there's a certain point where he's like, okay, you can stop hitting me now. <laughs> like I'm yeah. I'm letting like, this happen <laughs> to like try and be nice to you, here. kid. But you you should stop hitting yeah. me with and, this stick. Yeah. Also, we get we get vibes of like, okay, there's like more to them. They're, yeah. They're like a complex three dimensional peoples. There appears to be a leader of this tribe and then maybe like a second in command. This who I like, yeah, second I in like command is so cool. I, yeah. I, yeah. Looks like I got predator. matriarch vibes from the second, like yeah. warrior queen. Oh, so cool. From, I know, I know that in the, that character is, was played by a stunt woman. Um, yeah. Who was like, Oh really? Been like Brie Larson stunt woman. And, uh, oh, that's cool. it, she was so like, so I say especially we call her the, she. Sec- the second episode. But, yeah. Yeah. But, but getting back to this. So, um, apparently the the shitty little child's uh, Tuscan tribes person is apparently sent to do chores and the chores are taking the prisoners to go dig for dirt melons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> water dirt melons. Water, water yeah. dirt melons. Yeah. I like what the fuck are these things? <laughs> are, well, they're I, from, I like to believe they're from Mando, right? They have water in them. I don't Did remember. we see them? I'm Mando? sure. I think uh, so. I, a lot of stuff happens in Mando. That guy goes so many places. <laughs> uh, I like when they're just raking the sand. That's funny, and I believe it's a it's a spaceballs reference. So, but then there is that moment though where they go and it's like a moisture farm. They see some like random asshole like thugs yeah. like killing the people and robbing them, and then. I wonder if, so in my mind, from New Hope, moisture farming is like you had apparatus that was pulling moisture from the air or mm-hmm, something okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. And that's okay. what moisture farming. But now I'm like, is moisture farming planting dirt melons? Is that? And they went there perfectly because that was a moisture farm. They had planted lots of black melons. So I, the mind boggles at the at the the the, the dirt melons, but yeah, I, you know who knows? Yeah. Well, I think so. My take on the him showing the moisture farm that was getting penalized by the what we later find out is a biker gang um Mm -hmm. because they painted the sigil that's that comes up again in season two i kind of just felt like the kid was like yeah this is happening look (laughs) like like, because he didn't have a he didn't or they didn't appear to be asking them to do anything right i was real confused with the point of the kid being like look at that but it could have just been like isn't that cool yeah like i think it was just a kid being like hey look that's yeah he could have also been a shithead and like dangling civilization in front of him yeah and uh this is point number 45 when i'm like what where are we in the timeline because i was like oh that's aunt that's uncle ben and aunt peru that's what this is like no you idiot but I thought, who knows? You never know. Um, is that the end of the episode? I think that's the end of the episode. Oh, no, the big guy, that weird oh, no, fucking... The, 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 the I, love, Goral lizard. I love the I alligator centaur. I he loved was so him. scary. I loved him. <laughs> I don't like that he was down there. There's so many apex predators on Tatooine. It's just it's so funny. <laughs> what was the... Co- I was so scary. 
What do they all eat? What do they all drink? Well, well they, they eat rodians, apparently. Yeah. So, like, the rodian is yeah. is being a, a good little surf and is, like, digging in the sand and keeps finding the funny. things. And then is like, what is this? And, you know, dusts it off because it's a weird texture. It is apparently a hibernating, huge, 18, maybe, foot tall, eight or six-legged yeah. alligator creature. Yeah. Yeah, it's it like, was definitely uh, horrible to see. It's like and if Goro from Mortal Kombat was also a lizard. Yes. Oh, Goro and Mataro were the same oh, guy Mata- yeah. and also a lizard. Because he's like, sometimes I'm a centaur, sometimes I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Which I kind of dug the design, though, where it's like, if it's in fight mode, it's up on two legs and using four to fight. But then it can put the middle two, the middle pair down and move really fast. Yeah. yeah. There's something about like ape- the design of apex predators in Star Wars where... It's such a distinct, like, flavor. (laughs) And this Mm -hmm. was something that I don't think we've ever seen before in Star Wars, but fit perfectly in terms of, like, it does not make sense as as an evolutionary design, but it is really cool and weird. Uh, So (laughs) What the fuck does it eat? How does it live? Yeah, like... Who cares? But so so Boba immediately sees the threat largely because it um, eats the Rodian. Um, and his immediate concern is for his own safety, but also for the safety of the the shitty little kid. Um, yeah. He's, so he manages to grab his own rope binding him, climbs up mm-hmm. onto the thing's back, chokes it out. Um, Princess Leia style. I was going to say, that's yeah, a reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was probably Which, looking what, up through the question. hole in the Sarlacc pit. What are, the, what, what are the odds, if I were to search on the internet, is there fan art of Boba strangling this creature with his own chain and boba's in a metal bikini though god Uh, if you are listening to this and you have any artistic talent (laughs) please create this for us um and make sure that that uh boba still has all those really gnarly scars from being yes have salivated upon Mm -hmm. uh i i uh i like to think that this freaking creature it, it was one of the discarded designs that they never got a chance to use that's my lore yeah right it, it could, to me that's my lore. it could really be a con like con- they they love to do concept art that was rejected yeah. for whatever reason and repurpose them as monsters in these shows so that's a great shout yeah. tim that would not surprise me at all yeah because like the, the the two there's two characters in the next episode that are just there and they're apparently the people that were cut out of the original Star Wars. Ah, so it's yeah. like, oh, that's fun. Um, and we'll go into that more deeply. Oh. Um, but, but I was like, oh, that's that's a cool. cute little My heart little reference. grew three sizes when after he kills this creature, the, the little Tuscan <laughs> running back to his his village being clearly like look what i did yes yeah, I yeah. They, 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 yeah. they do a really good job with visual storytelling because i yeah. got the fact that there's no words yeah but yeah. jane i got that exact yeah that was the more yeah, complex yeah, yeah. thought is like i very much got a vibe of like he is taking this little shit's taking credit yes well it's his slave that did it so of course he yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> and then uh, like and then i did this and then i but then did I, that. I love that the yeah. and then the leader like Boba just lets it go, but the leader knows. Like, yeah. he's like, I, know, yeah. I know, I know, I know the little yeah. fucker didn't. Yeah, do this. I also Literally. love the um, sort of bromance between Boba and the dog. 
because it seems like they're starting to become friends mm-hmm. after they fought for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So they're like they're like homies. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, but but that's that creature is way too scary. Star Wars stops putting scary creatures like right. That. I like can't, I'm have to go to bed. At some can point. it just be like, yeah, more wolfy? Like it doesn't have to be so scary. I know it's domesticated, but yeah, it's still terrifying with its like too scary. soulless black eyes. But uh, yeah, as they look on and the, you get the impression maybe this is a creature that's like been kind of a hassle for mm-hmm. the tribe yeah. when they go out and they're foraging. Um, yeah, it was very much like oh, the outsider did the great hunt and. Yeah, killed the the beast, and but, wow, he's uh, cool. Uh, and again, I like the subtlety of the visual storytelling, where it's like it it asks a lot of us as a viewer to not be like big dum dums, like having stuff shoveled in our face. But there's like the very he just a, a small gesture of uh, respect. He hands him, he hands Boba a black melon to give yeah, him a yeah. drink that he was drinking like, from. You're cool now. Yeah, this, you are a dancing with wolf of the last sim. <laughs> <laughs> Dick, uh, what is the dancing wolf wrong. name for him? Like, <laughs> uh, digs for digging melons. black melons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it, it was a good first step. I mean, I was like, oh, it's over. Okay. Uh, one of the film podcasts I listen to that they kind of have a running joke that it's like if a movie's not bad, it's fun to watch. It's a good sit. You know, it was a good sit. Yeah. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of cool stuff was on the screen, and you know, like we said before, it wasn't bad. And there's a lot of visually interesting things. Uh, you know, it was it, uh, kind of playing across my eyelids that turned le- levers in my brain. So while not very, I don't know, it, even with the the crazy, whatever the fuck that thing was, the centaur dragon, it's like okay, all right, all right, I see. We're, okay, mm-hmm. okay, cool, fun. End of episode. So, second one. Let's just dive right in. Second one. Unless anyone has any final thoughts on that. I was going to dive nope. right in. Um, again, as I pointed out, it's just funny that these are two separate because they're basically, I feel like, again, yeah. both the present day and the flashback stuff just feel like continuations of the exact, of the first episode. Second one picks up present day with uh, Fennec walking her captured assa- would-be assassin back from the... Fr- and we have a little throne room interrogation of him. Mm-hmm. And we found out he's an assassin of the of the Night Wind or something they're called. Oh wow, this was Mortal Kombat to me, and I liked yep. it. Yeah, he's very he's very scorpion looking. And then that, I thought that was fun with Fennec, her little like ah, you pay for the name, whatever. They're overrated. Yeah, yeah that was they, I like that. That was fun. <laughs> she has a chip on her shoulder, and we like that. We like that yeah. she is kind of a, <laughs> uh, messy in that well, way. Well, because she's also an assassin, so like clearly there's a little bit of like professional animosity too. Which, right. Um, which I enjoy. And uh, just the there's a gag about threatening him with the rancor and dropping him into the pit. And oh, no, the door is opening. And he's so frightened of the possibility of getting eaten by a rancor that he spits out that he was hired by the mayor. Which, yeah, again, this adds to my Boba's kind of a himbo theory because it's like, yeah, how did. I thought that was I thought we all just assumed that. <laughs> like Yeah. I mean the Trandoshan was also really sketchy, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Well, and you well, you never and we we meet um uh, the king and queen huts later, so you never know. Uh but you got to hear him say it and plus he he says it and then they're able to bring him to the mayor and be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. don't do that." Yeah. So he says it's the mayor, which I guess maybe I just always assumed it was the in the first episode, which I get. Yeah, and then as this episode yeah. plays out, there is some doubt thrown 
maybe it was or wasn't. Um, I appreciate about the pit, too, that there appears to just be a rat down there. Not like a space rat, just like, or or like a womp rat or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. it just looked literally like a rat, which there's something really heartening to me. Yeah, that shows restraint. Well, that, that, that there's like, yes, it's science fiction. Yes, it's fantasy. Yes, it's a, a long time ago, far, far away. But there's still rats there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think there's not rats here? Come on. Yeah. Like, you've seen it, here. right? There's rats. Yeah. But I feel like it's... Why would he not know there wasn't a Rancor? That's where I'm coming from. Because Ben Fortuna's been there for five years, right? I mean, I, I don't know if that's something you'd advertise. That's fair. That's fair. Babe was probably like, no, we have a Rancor. Yeah, uh, totally. Like, I don't feel like dropping it. Babe was a motherfucker, so yeah. uh, I'll, I'll believe it. Babe probably well, threatened it, like, everybody with the Rancor. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, because think about it. It went, it went directly from Luke killing Rancor to Dune C Sarlacc. Because like, Jabba was so pissed. Like, fuck this. We're going. Like, we're, we're going out. We're going yeah. out. <laughs> Everyone in the car. Let's go. <laughs> um, and uh, so they go back into Mos Espa. And march right up with, I, I I like the shots when they're walking in, and you had it does kind of cast some doubt on who was really involved because I feel like yeah. there was some shots of those Trandoshans mm-hmm. yeah. eyeing them up, and everyone's they, glaring at him. So like it's they did like, not expect to ever see him again. Like, exactly, very much so, very mm-hmm. much so. It feels like you know whoever sent it got the a okay from everyone else, right? Right. Uh, they walk right into the mayor. I love. There's two people I love in this moment. Is I first love front desk bureaucrat in the mayor's office. Yeah, like let's see. Yeah, you are. Is very like yeah. Yeah, and I feel like Boba Fett was like, you don't know me. That's fucked up. (laughs) People have toys with me all over the place. Mm -hmm. Like ah, sorry, no appointment. Ah, and then our buddy the major domo shows up. Steals every scene. That he's in. Like, give yeah, him a rocks. spinoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Just yeah. him wandering around being awful. Oh, like, yeah, like threatening laundry mats that don't get the laundry on time. I yes. imagine the road to where his position is like second in command of Mos Espa is paved with people he's fucked over. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. bootlicker who's really shitty for, to anyone beneath him. I hate him, but I love him. Yeah. There are so many hover buses with bodies under them that he's yeah. he's <laughs> thrown there. Uh, he rocks. So I like the he's tr- trying to pull some flower excuse out of his ass about why um, they can't go in and see the mayor. Yeah, and, and his like acting there is so good. Of like he's still doing his shtick, but doing it faster and like walking backwards <laughs> and you know adding a little bit of aggression, but not a lot. And and you know definitely like freaking out a little bit i thought it was just like yeah. so expertly done yeah and then mid-sentence but was like ah fuck this i know where the whatever the chamber is and just walks yeah, in himbo like <laughs> mm-hmm. and we see that the mayor which i was like who's it gonna be what's it gonna be isn't uh ethorian yep also sometimes colloquially referred to uh as, as hammerheads looking mm-hmm. by, the, by the fandom they're they're like slugs to me too as yeah well. And I, I never noticed, I never realized with their biology, apparently they got their, their mouths are like on the sides of their necks. Yeah, they, yeah. they really I didn't played that. that up in this episode, which was fascinating. Yeah, that was a really rad choice because, you know, you always see uh, everyone speaks English until they don't because they're weird little aliens. And it's like, oh, 
probably because their biology is, is so different that they can't form this. So this guy mm-hmm. has some weird thing for his his bagpipe um, mouth. Uh, but I think there's like a Jedi one of him mm-hmm. in the uh, Samurai Jacks animated style Clone Wars, and he is able to like burst out air from his head in a really rad way. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of these little slug guys. Big props cool. to the mayor's voice actor, I'd say, for managing to exude menace from a creature that doesn't appear to have a traditional mouth and is sitting down and, <laughs> and looking kind of weird. Like, because definitely, like, very good voice acting from someone speaking in veiled and not so veiled threats the entire time. I, I yeah. think... I could be wrong. I want to verify this. I thought I read a thing that that was, again, Robert Rodriguez was the voice. Oh, good on him. Who directed these first two. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the um, the cameos, and I'm just getting spoiled for episode three, but I'm, 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 I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Robert Rodriguez. What the fuck? As Mok Shai's yeah. yeah, the voice. Nice. So... And then they shoot him. Yeah, they shoot a... the freaking uh, scorpion. <laughs> the scorpion, yeah. Because like he, so it's weird. Because in one breath he's saying, "I didn't hire," which of course, he, what's he gonna say? Yeah, I did. Ah, right, damn. Well, get no you next time. To. He's like, "Oh, but this guy's operating outside of where he should be, so we just execute him on the spot." Which, yeah. Um, and then they pay Boba. Like, oh, because you, you brought this criminal. Right. right. Like, like, you did a bounty hunt. Here you go. This is, <laughs> you yeah. understand how this works, right? And then there's just this weird, which I don't get. Does, do we know, is it clear to you all? Am I dumb, dumb? Why does he tell him to go to Garza's again? Um, I, from my perspective, it's because he sees Boba as being is thinking real highly of himself for someone who is at most a temporary inconvenience. Like, yeah. in, mm-hmm. in the same way that uh, Madame Garza was sizing him up, kind of seeing, like, is it even worth developing a rapport with you? Or are you just going to yeah. get, like, are you just going to be a bloody smear in the sand in a little while? Yeah. I think the mayor was, like, r- being like, I don't even have to treat you with respect, that is due to someone of the position you claim because you're not going to be here for right. very long, right? And you know it, it's very Deadwood. You yeah. know it's it's very uh, it's like okay, you did good. I'm 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 shooing you away to the place that has um, uh, where you can buy alcohol and sex and uh, gambling. And so it's like it's not me kicking you out; it's me treating you mm-hmm. but getting you out of my hair. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's like, why? Who wouldn't want to go to Garza's and drink and gamble and listen to that good, good jizz? <laughs> <laughs> it, but it is clear that she probably did not expect to see him again when he goes. Oh, yeah. I there was part of me that wondered if she hired him, like the assassin. A, a, the a small wind. part of yeah. me wondered if she was like. Uh, I've been I've been paying tribute for a really long time. This is the weakest daimyo that we've had for a while. Um, I'm just gonna get yeah. rid of him and take care of things. It really does make me wonder what the fuck did Bib Fortuna do to not get murdered? I assume he was just a weasel rat, and he let the, these these folks walk all over him. And the fact that Boba's not um, makes them mad. I I envisioned Bib Fortuna's reign. Not actually like 
getting any tribute yeah. or yeah, protection yeah, yeah. for people, but just like just like kind of lounging in the throne room with a handful of sycophants. Like, yeah, oh, like, I'm, I'm the new crime king. Yeah. It's just like a couple monkey lizards and yeah. Drinking in his bathrobe. Like, that he was a yeah, joke. Yeah, Nobody definitely. took him seriously. He did kill people, though, from time to time. So it's like, it wasn't really worth it to, to like, overthrow him. But he, like, he wasn't doing any harm, really. Whereas, like, Boba appears to be a threat to the status quo. And also, like, who is this guy to, like, come in and right. try and run our town? Like. <laughs> yeah. Because he's, he's famous. Boba Fett's famous. Uh, but we don't know how famous. And right. like, do we know that, does Han Solo know him just because of Jabba or do people not know him outside of Jabba's zone? I have to assume Boba Fett is quite famous on Tatooine. Yeah. I mean, um, but like a, a bounty yeah. hunter telling everyone that he is a crime lord now might be a little bit like a dog wearing a hat. It's like, well, look <laughs> yeah. at you. How did you, like, yeah. okay, this isn't going to last not IG-88. long. Like, Get out of here. Like, Sure. I do like, yeah. When when the mayor calls him a bounty hunter, he's like, "I'm not a bounty hunter." It's like, yeah, you are. Like, okay, like your new role is that, but like for a couple decades, that's you were very it's well kind of known. What I did bro? Yeah, You're like one of the six most famous bounty hunters. That's why Vader had you on the bridge of his ship and gave you the job of finding yeah. Han Solo. But so he's like, like old now. Like he's been out of the game. I know, but it'd be like. Someone's like, oh, we five, that's five it'd be, years. It'd be though. like that's I think I'm interviewing basketball player Michael Jordan. He's like, I'm not a basketball player. It's like, well, okay. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a I mean, well, but didn't he play baseball for a bit? And he was like, no, I'm a baseball. Yeah, and people made now. fun of him for yeah, it. So, yeah. so I think it's kind of that thing where it's like, oh, you're a crime lord. You have like a, one no, no. employee. <laughs> it's a Billy Bob Thornton <laughs> interview thing where he was like there to promote his like band. And he got really yeah. mad when the DJ, the interviewer, and referred to him as an actor. Like he threatened to walk out of the interview. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. So I think they're all just looking at him with like a certain degree of annoyance and curiosity. Right, because I think broadly speaking, bounty hunters aren't held in the highest regard right. anywhere. Right, so yeah. you know, you, you can't be uh, uh, rubbing elbows with the whole polloi and Mos Espa. We got the Banta Cup coming up. <laughs> so, oh god. So then you hear, uh, it's just this weird, like, why are, the exchange with Garza is weird. I don't get what they're trying to do. But then he's like, you're really nervous. Why are you nervous? And then you hear ominous dum, dum, drums. And they go out and it's, here comes the, the litter. There's a litter. Now there's a now litter. That's a litter. There's a litter. Uh, I like the touch. It's like sagging in the yeah. middle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and those, those little litter carriers, they do not look happy. No. 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 Two very large huts that are apparently twins, apparently siblings. You know, a little, but, little close to each other. That's whatever. You know, yeah, whatever. they're also apparently Jabba's cousins. Uh-oh. <laughs> and it's a family business. I loved them. They come up, they're like, oh, hey, what's up, Boba? Guess what? Like, this is ours now. Which, to be fair, that's, I feel like they have a good claim. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a family business. They're, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still confused why they didn't go to my friend Bib and be like, get out of here. They were busy before. They were dealing with some other stuff. Oh, yeah. They, they, they were hiding. The, not the imp- Well, it's been five years. I don't know. I mean, hey, it's a better story if they show up. Now. Yeah. And yeah. plus we get to see yeah. that sick-ass Wookiee. Black Kersan Stan. Yes. From, yeah, I guess from the, I didn't realize the Vader comics. and Tan is how it's pronounced. From, from the Vader comics. He is very mm-hmm. cool. I'm very excited. Yeah. And, and I yeah. feel like he's going to end up working for Boba eventually. Like, oh, he's he better. better. 
he he apparently has uh, metal grafted onto his knuckles to make him a better yes. fighter. He at one point what? was like in Gladiator. There's a that that's that Gladiator comment. He apparently was like mm-hmm. a slave who was put into like Gladiator pits. You know, hashtag cliche. And had to fight his way out, but he was uh, given like metal knuckles to make him a better fighter. Which he's already a what fucking you call knuckles. 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 <laughs> but uh, yeah, black cur- it's Kersantan is how it's pronounced, I believe. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if anyone's ever pronounced his name in canon, so I think we can pronounce it however we want. Yeah. I'm sure someone will yeah, yell at us right. regardless, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's. It's just so funny because he's he just stands there. He walks up and he stands there menacingly for a few seconds, but Twitter just exploded. Everyone just already immensely in love with this guy because it's just, right. Like even people so that didn't know cool. what he was from was like that guy fucking rocks. Yeah, because yeah. he's he's so much cooler than Chewbacca, and I love Chewbacca. Yeah, Chewbacca looks lame as hell Wookie? compared to him. Yeah. Oh, a little baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it also is. It, it's bringing back uh, more quote unquote canon characters from side prod side things so it's like mm-hmm. who knows who could be uh in this program now yeah so they basically it's <laughs> it's just funny because uh you've got boba and fennec and fennec is always like kill 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 and then the two wookie or the two huts the 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 brother seems to be doing all the talking but the, apparently the sister wanted to just wants to just kill him right then and there yeah, yeah she's just <laughs> whispering behind a fan the whole yeah. Time. I like is is the uh, is the brother like mopping his sweat with a living animal? Yes, yes, he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> that was such a good choice. Uh. That was so weird, and because you're like, oh, he's gonna eat it like Jabba did. And no, he's like, oh, it's so hot out it's here. So oh, it's good. so good. Like like Star Wars is at its best when it gets real weird. Like we're talking yes. like walrus milk <laughs> on the beach with Luke. We're talking yeah. like mopping your sweat with a hamster. Yep. God damn. And then I liked it. My head cannon immediately went to well, maybe because they're like na- if they're native to Tatooine, maybe they like excrete something that enzyme that also make is like cools keeps them cool in the sun. They're so not native like, to Tatooine. Not the huts, Hutta. the little thing. Oh. Oh, the little thing. It's like I was about maybe to say. it's like maybe it's like wiping yourself with like a a, a rag of cold water or yeah. something like that. Like it, um, it's it's complete extrapolation. <laughs> but so they decide. Well, we'll deal with this later because bloodshed's bad for business, apparently. And I just want to correct myself. It's it wasn't Hutta. It's Narshada. Ah, I just want. I don't want to get fought. That's where huts are from. So then, you know, Black Curse Antan gives them a nice stare down as they turn around and leave. And you're like, oh, and there's going to be some some fighting. Soon. Can we just give it up for the continued good use of practical effects in the show? Oh, okay. Like, obviously, the uh, the Jabba's are, are CG. But, yeah. you know, uh, Black Curse Antan uh, looks so good. Mm-hmm. And the Tr- Tradotians, I believe, were practical. Yeah. Uh, the Ithorian, I believe, was practical. Yeah. Uh, very, very happy with uh, the practical effects. Oh, it's yeah. a kitty. Uh, and that's how the present day segment ends this episode. And then there's a very, very long flashback. Sorry, Tim is holding his cat upside down and giving him little kisses. Tim is holding. <laughs> that's laser, right? <laughs> Black kid, kitty yeah. stand. Lucy would not stand for this. <laughs> no, she'd no. like, eh. <laughs> run away. I mean, I don't know. <sighs> It's a cool. I kind of like the sequence. I don't know how how super detailed. It's up to you all. How we want to get into this. I mean, I love the Last Samurai. It's so. very yes. It's very Dance of the Wolves. Last Samurai. It, here's the thing. It's 
it's weird. It's like good and it's humanizing the Tuscans and they and they have the whole interesting sequence where the the leader is telling them a little bit about their history and like there used to be oceans and Yeah, I like that. And the tribes the different ways of doing things. There's a whole thing with the train, which we've talked touched on, which I think was an interesting fake out because I, I don't know you all. Did you all expect Crate Dragon at first? Uh, yes. Yep. Yes, I did. Yes, yep. I did. Yeah. And the train shoots at them and shoots back. And then Boba thinks he sees a way to really earn some solid trust. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when he goes and um, beats up that biker gang. Who I hated, by the way. Yeah, they I were guess not that nice. Got... They were very rude. Yeah, the they're Nick so Dose. rude. I think, I yeah, they but... should have cooled it. Uh, but apparently, the, the guy that was like, "Quit it," and the girl or um, were cut out of um, A New Hope, and <laughs> I think have uh, uh, they've been in side stuff like books and shit like that before. Like, like uh, who they're supposed to the characters that they're supposed to be. Yeah, because they have like names and everything. Oh. It's like his name's Fixer or something like that. Uh, f- yeah, it's Cami Marshprop and Fixer Lonenzinzer. I felt their pain. They probably it's probably their first night out in a while. They got a ba- they found a you know how hard a babysitter is to yeah. find in the tattoo <laughs> on the on the border on the fringes of civilization in Tatooine. Yeah. They wanted to go like, out to the favorite is bar. Here? <laughs> yeah, and then these just ruffians are just there causing trouble. Yeah, don't go to this place. It's yeah. gross. It's yeah. bad. Don't. Don't go anywhere on Tatooine. That's my opinion. So, so overall, I think in broad strokes, the the plot of the the flashbacks of this is that um, Boba manages to secure speeders from a speeder gang mm-hmm. of Nictos who um, have been shaking down the moisture farmers. They were the ones that raided the moisture farm that um, that yes. shitty little kid showed him last episode. <laughs> um, and he teaches them how to drive speeders um, as a way to orchestrate um, a means to knock off the train and prevent it from constantly driving through and um, shooting them while they are just trying to live their lives. I think to some degree, whether whether this was an OK type of plot for them to resonate against is probably beyond the three of us to like to 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 really understand if if it's right or wrong um mm-hmm. i do think that there were a couple of things that they did with the tuscans that i thought were good um emphasizing that they that there is the different groups of tuscans behave differently that they have an individual sort of sense of right and wrong um and they're not just painted with a single broad stroke mm-hmm. um i think that was good uh, I loved that the crafting of their weapon was given the same care and um, and like loving camera work as creating a lightsaber or Beskar. Yeah, that like it well, was equally why... important to them and within yeah. the context. Of and the it, story. it makes you think: Why? Why did they not shove lizards up their noses? Oh my god, the lizards <laughs> for, up the nose oh. for the Jedi. I mean, I have a couple notes. All the. Uh, nine previous films do this yeah do that that part that lizard put thing, a lizard in your nose. i screamed I hated it. loved it <laughs> <laughs> i screamed it was so, yeah i mean that's that's very tropey i think that this episode two is just has like 55 tropes going on so it's kind of hard to tell what the fuck is happening yeah uh so it makes it a little messy but whatever it's it was fun to watch and i love uh uh tripping off balls you know trying to find my stick the nuances, uh, like the 
the societal or like the uh, what's the word the the sociological nuances nuances of the whole indigenous people train colonizing outsider savior thing notwithstanding because to Jane's point I yeah I don't know if that's I think we can speculate as to how indigenous people might feel about it but it's it's yeah, really we, for them to make the judgment call of correct, it was okay correct but. To the side, yeah. the I, I did think that the the heist action sequence was pretty boss, and a lot of fun. The train, um, and then our matriarch. Oh, I love her. Of was so fucking cool. So yeah, during so cool. it, the sequence where she was fighting her way through the train. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, so good. And you just like people, you like you see them like they're they're poking up to shoot at them on top, and they just disappear. Yeah, down in. And, I love uh, shit like that. Of course, you get you got love a good leap from a speeder onto the train mm-hmm. and climbing along yeah, the and outside. Then, like, yeah, people fall under the train and it's bad for them, even though it's a hover train. I mean, I'm sure a hover train is gonna hurt a lot weirder and maybe more than a real train because you'll just yeah. die on a real train. I imagine like the magnet forces probably just like oh smush yeah. your body into jelly you hope you're pulverized and yeah. yeah if not you're just like out <laughs> yeah i i assume that it just shoots the iron bits of your blood you know and uh they like they like no! rip through your that's, body that's what i'm saying that's horrible like in <laughs> x2 when yeah. yeah yeah oh my god i hate to think so of what this. were other good details of that sequence i loved the spider droid that just he was yelling at him to yeah. stop the trade and he was like nope basically flipped him off with both <laughs> pinchers and then flipped out through the window and scurried yeah, away on spider rocked. legs which is like same it- yeah, and then uh, the reveal of these people. I have no idea who the fuck these people are, but uh, oh, the I, Pike Syndicate. I, is that who they are? I believe that's the the correct terminology. Cool. Uh, I I uh, I'm just glad they're not <laughs> the fucking trade empire. <laughs> yeah. No, they're yeah the I Pike feel like, Syndicate. Oh, we're not. They they are the trade empire, so, but they're Tim. Not the did trade you empire. not watch Bad Batch? Okay. I haven't watched Clone. I got to watch all of Clone yes. Wars. <laughs> yes, you uh, do. These these folks, the Pike Syndicate, have a brief, very terrifying, actually, one of the scary, more intimidating moments of Bad Batch, in my mm. opinion. Um, they're they're apparently you know a very powerful crime syndicate because they're, they're the, bad. This galaxy is fucking lousy with crime <laughs> syndicates. <Yep. laughs> the, those goddamn Jedi let anything go on. They're they were not good at their jobs. Like, they're like, are they using magic to do their crimes? Because if not, we kind of don't care. The Jedi are like the, <laughs> the Jedi are the eternal stuff. They're like, we only can intervene yeah. if it's. I need to watch that movie too. So there is, we alluded to, they are transporting spice again. Oh, it, fuck. Man, it's so weird that Dune just came out too. Yeah. With this, yeah. Like with the whole Fremen Tuscan similarities yeah. and mm-hmm. it's a yeah. desert and there's spice. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad they showed spice. I feel like we haven't seen a lot of spice before in the flesh, so to speak. I liked how cool it looked and I mm-hmm. hope those Tuscans got high as hell. Cause I don't know what spice does. I mean, I, I know, know it's a drug, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, and then he's made like what a full fledged member of the tribe at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's how he. That's why he looks the way he does, in you know the Mando scene. And that yeah. when yeah when they're wrapping him up, that was cool. Yeah. And I'm like, and I forget if that was before or after train, but like I was like, please show me what the fuck is underneath the Tuscan Raider 
clothes. And then if he should have had sex with the matriarch, and <laughs> we would have saw what they looked like, and we all would have been like, hell yeah, baby. And then they would show us what Jawas look like under their robes. <laughs> have we ever seen wanted. what they look like we under their, their faces in no. canon material? No? Okay. Which, and, and I'm I sure someone has tried but... that way. Like, yeah. Or honestly, I'd like it to be just kind of boring, just kind of humanoid, maybe with some like markings on their face. They look like, like yeah, they just look like they're from Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're all Pedro Pascal. God. <laughs> <laughs> there are people, again, very, uh, very visual, of course, because they're not, you know, speaking with, with like, I think the point of what they're trying to do is show us why he is the way he is now yes, in yes. the present day with his more um, muted, nuanced, kind of mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. less vicious, yeah. we'll say, like approach. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, it's such an interesting vibe because it's like there's so much that is brought to the character of Boba Fett that is simply not there right right you know like obviously there is the um novelizations and shit like that where he shows up um again and he's you know he does survive the sarlacc pit but that's not canon anymore and and you know we have we don't have a lot of post um clone wars clone wars content to kind of fill us into this new lore right of like what is who is this so the idea that we we are kind of figuring out this new boba fett while not really knowing the old boba fett and you know when we saw uh tomorrow morrison and mandalorian it was like well of course that's who plays him but he he definitely looks quite old but i'm sure that's because of the acid (laughs) that got on him but it's definitely uh, it's very weird because it's 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 like there's so much odd fandom baggage coming into mm-hmm. the program. Yep. And it's really fun for me, selfishly, as someone who loved Boba Fett uh, as a boy, um, to sort of, in real time, sort of move the, the, the taste around my mouth and figure out just what they're doing, what I think about it, uh, what am I bringing to this opinion, like how, yep. you know, subjective and objective am I being about it, you know, things like that. It's, it's really, it's interesting. It's, I, it, I haven't really encountered uh, something like this. I have a crazy theory that I just thought of while we've been talking. That's probably very wrong. Okay. But he's had a fucked up life. Yeah. He's a clone. His dad's not his dad. His dad is a clone of him. His brother. He lived his childhood in a clone factory on a water planet with fucking Kaminoans and like these weird aloof alien giraffe aliens. And And he has a million clones of him, but he's the only one who really has free will. Like he do- he's yeah. the only one that doesn't have a brain chip and didn't go through like child yeah. soldier conditioning. And then it sounds like, you know, he had a rut. Then his dad is killed. And then he basically goes to space juvie for a while. And he gets into this rough bounty hunting criminal. You know, he's just basically always around like shitheads for his whole life. I, I, I have this like theory. I think Tim Mueller is like, well, why is he doing, why does he care? Why does he all suddenly want to be a crime lord? Yeah. I'm like, what if he wants to take control of Tatooine to help the Tuscans, give it back to them, help control? Because he finally he found the one like it's like the first time in his life has like this is this is what family should be. Like, yeah. This is mm. oh, I actually give a shit. Like this is this is real. This is everything no, else I, is bullshit. I I think I think a lot of what you're saying is true, 
uh, I'm curious if that's going to play out in the plot. Like, I think, yeah, totally. I think you're right. But I don't think that's going to happen in the show. No. It's a really good point, though, because like Mando, here is a Mandalorian who didn't get to go through the, like, rites of passage to become truly Mandalorian because his dad died when he was young. Like, his dad had every intention of raising him sort of as a Mandalorian. His dad got super decapitated, um, Mm -hmm. and then he became, like, this shitty little crime child, um, (laughs) and and so on and so forth. But, like, this is, like, a warrior initiation. This is a culture. This is, you know, connectivity. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I could see him feeling very, like... I protective of them and like this is the closest thing i've had to some kind of actual like yeah yeah Th- he's, he he says this is shrimp farmers to me yes yes You're right yes. yes this is his blue shrimp farm yeah um i'm realizing why it's so weird is because this is this show is about a character that exists before mandalorian is it so right. they, yeah. they, they they there's like all this freedom that they had with mando they don't have here and there's just like uh, a convenient sidestep from the chaos of Star Wars canon, you know, of of like none of its none of his characterization was what his characterization was right. when he was invented, and then it slowly got changed to f- fit whoever. And apparently, it sounds like yeah. it went back and forth even in the Clone Wars. From me googling like three things one mm-hmm. time, um, so it's really interesting to kind of, to to have a blank slate character that also has a fucked on the baggage. Yeah. Him. Because, like, mm-hmm. he originally was a cool action figure-looking guy who did cool mm-hmm. stuff. Um, then the prequels were, like, actually, he was, like, the vanity project of the clone who donated <laughs> his DNA for all of the clones, but got to raise his own kid, but it did not work well. Um, this is my this is my, my son, Boba. <laughs> he's, he's always finding shit. Yeah, right? Uh, I don't... That was so I stupid. Also feel I feel like it. the <laughs> end of that the end of the episode, <laughs> setting aside that I I can't speak to if any of the cultural tones that they were striking were meaningful or offensive. I have a really hard time sussing that out. But just seeing someone who is very isolated becoming part of a community and in person like celebrating something together after the pandemic kind of hits differently like like (laughs) to see sort of them together doing an activity together that is very meaningful to all of them it was like oh man and they all keep their masks on (laughs) they do yes they do all keep (laughs) their masks on yeah no it's uh i'm excited to see what comes next I have low expectations still just because uh, while I enjoy um, deliberate media, you know, movies right. that are objectively boring but make you feel a thing, um, it's I don't trust a Disney. You know, I, I enjoyed a lot of Mando, but season – I can't even remember. I don't think I've – I don't think I've ever, like, figured out my thoughts on season two. I was like, I think I liked it better. But maybe I didn't. I don't know of, of Mandalorian. Uh, uh, it's like it's maybe better, but since it's not new, I don't care as much. Yeah. But he needs a Grogu. He needs a Grogu real fast. And if he doesn't get a Grogu, what is Boba Fett gonna do? I like the he idea that in each of these series, there is like a a like sun 
type creature, but they Ooh, are yes. one developmental stage older and slightly worse. <laughs> so like we had yeah. like t- Yoda, uh, baby Yoda Grogu was a toddler and was like a little bit of a rascal. Now we have like He's- a child <laughs> who beats people with sticks. <laughs> Yeah. And then we'll have a teenager who, like, maybe does a justifiable murder? I don't know. Yeah. What, uh, <laughs> what about that dirtbag Han Solo? What if he comes back? Did he die? Dirt I don't Han remember. Solo. Yeah, he did die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, Finnick has a robot belly. Who's to say? I would uh, love for, at I, some I point th- someone to stab her in the belly and then her to be like, this robot pieces. And she's trying to yeah. get, yeah, <laughs> you stab her like in my robot bounces parts. off. Like, cling, like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like her Especially, robot belly grinds okay, the sword. So, so the thing that I would really love to happen would be for the um the mayor's right hand guy to at some point like do a betrayal and try and stab her in the gut. Oh my and god! And then have it just they not work to. because she has a robot torso. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, all of that because he would do the best reaction. <laughs> to doing it and but, but he has to join their side he is too good to not be in season eight of the books of bobas yeah oh man <sighs> well yeah you know uh it i'm excited to watch uh episode three i saw a spoiler for it during this recording and i'm excited let's go i'm i'm excited <laughs> to have the gang back together this has been a, a hoot yeah. and a half yeah i missed you yeah, guys I missed you guys too i mean i see i see both of fairly you, regularly fairly regularly just not together mm-hmm. right i have been racking my brain for the last five minutes how are we going to sign this off we don't have a this is the we didn't get like a this is the way or i have like uh uh people are <laughs> when you when you search tomorrow morrison uh it goes tomorrow morrison teeth um <laughs> and i like that yeah. i guess the closest yeah, thing to a catchphrase whatever. from this show is her just asking if she could kill people and him saying no yeah. <laughs> all right we'll kill you soon <laughs> May you never leave this podcast. Yes. Hum, da, dum, hum, da, dum, hum, dum, dum.